Hey, before we jump into this awesome session of the Dealer Playbook podcast, because we value you so much as a listener, we have a free gift just for you. Head on over to the dealerplaybook.com slash lead and get instant access to your copy of the secret dealership lead generation blueprint. This is going to help you discover the six simple steps that will help you get more high quality car buyers all on autopilot and it's completely free. Head on over to the dealerplaybook.com slash lead and get yours now. Now back to business. This is the dealer playbook. Hey there, what's going on? You're listening to the Dealer Playbook Podcast Session 68. Holy crap, it feels good to be back behind this microphone. My name is Michael Cirillo, joined by Robert Wiseman. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? You know what? I should have just took this one off, man, and sat back for a little bit, man. I was scrambling <laughs> on these last two by myself. I missed you. You know what? And it's it's funny, like for, for people that don't podcast and don't have this mic in their face, you know, at least a couple times a week, it's funny that when you're behind it, like I was, I was sitting there, I'm like, oh man, you know, I'd hit Robert up and I'd be like, yo dude, uh, I'm slammed with this and I want to be there. And you actually feel like something's you know, missing a little bit. So it's good to be back. Um, you know, appreciate you guys for checking this out. This is kind of a cool episode because we had the privilege, privilege recently of attending the TADA Canadian Digital Dealer Conference. That's the Trillium Auto Dealer Association Conference. They were gracious enough to uh, reach out to Robert and I and say, Hey, yeah, we're, we're always looking for cool ways that we can provide value for the attendees and for the association. And, you know, we'd love to have you guys out and kind of do a you know a special episode we've got these cool speakers that that are coming out and talking uh, about a variety of topics so what we have here today that you guys are going to hear are really cool interviews where we got to sit down with the speakers some really phenomenal uh, content that they delivered kind of behind the scenes after the show um, where we sit down we get to just sit with them for a few minutes ask them some really cool questions to recap the topic that they topped talked about, but it was cool how much, you know, I don't know about you, dude, but I feel like just in those short, you know, 10, 15 minute, you know, sit downs that we had with these people, they just, they just, they, they dropped so many power bombs. So that's what you're going to hear today. And everybody was really comfortable and it just went really good. It was a cool format. Definitely. Definitely we'll do it again. We'll definitely do it again. Yeah. We, we had this cool room they set us up in, you know, nice comfy chairs all over the place. We set, we set a camera up. And so there's going to be some video content that accompanies this at some point, but let's get this thing kicked off right now by bringing you into a couple of the sit downs that we had from Canadian digital dealer conference. This is going to be part one of this DPB, uh, TADA special we'll call it. Uh, Part two is going to be coming soon, but we just wanted to bring this content to you in an easy to consume way. We didn't want it to take a lot of time. You know, we we recognize that you guys are listening to this in your morning commute or whether you're at the gym or whatever it is that you're doing. So we wanted the power bombs and the nuggets to be as contained as possible. So you're going to want to stay tuned for part two of our, you know, DPB Canadian Digital Dealer Edition. And then, of course, like I mentioned, we've got all that video content. And what we've done is we've we've brought you the bite-sized nuggets in this audio version which we know you're going to enjoy but we also have the extended cut which we're going to bring to you via video content so stay tuned by checking regularly back to our website at www.thedealerplaybook.com and for now let's just dive right into this episode of dpb here we go 
All right, so we're sitting down with the chief executive leader of SCI Market View, uh, Mr. Alan Bird. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes with us here at Canadian Digital Dealer. My pleasure. Hey, so your uh, presentation was phenomenal. You mentioned something that stuck out to me, and I wanted to just pick your brain on it a little bit more. Um, you made a comment about how typically in this space, and I sometimes call it the vacuum, mm -hmm. how vendors kind of dictate what you should be, especially when it comes to online. But you made a comment. You said, don't, don't pay too much attention, essentially, to what vendors say that you should be and focus more on who you think or who you should be when it comes to online. What do you mean by that and, and what's the thought process there? I mean, su success in any industry, in any, in, in any company, um, isn't defined by doing one thing one way exactly the way everybody else does it. Uh, so when vendors come to you and, and they recommend or suggest ways, you need to customize it to what works for you. Um, a vendor's job is to support your strategy. Your job isn't to support the vendor's strategy. Sure. So, and that comes with knowledge. It comes with getting intimate with your business, with understanding the new technologies out there. Uh, a lot of um, um, automotive dealerships, where they're not intimate with it, they, they can't really challenge it. And the analogy that I've used before is, you know, when we were all kids, you know, our parents wanted us to do something and they, they generally offered it up. Well, at the end of the day, we, we needed to be who we are. Right. And I would say dealerships are exactly the same way. Use vendors. Vendors are great. You can't live without them. But make sure that they're there to support you, that you aren't there to support them. We were just having a conversation about this recently. We were in Charlotte just recently. And we talked about that relationship that needs to ha ha, you know, exist between a dealer and a vendor. And one of the suggestions that we made was the way you pick your vendors is if you can look them in the eye and say, do you sincerely want me to be successful? I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. I, I also think that when you first meet the vendor, if they don't spend the first 20 or minutes or half an hour asking you questions about your strategy and all they want to do is to tell you about theirs, you might want to look out for that. Yeah. But enough about me. Let's talk yeah. about you. What do you yeah. think yeah. about but me? What about yeah, and, and another thing that I see as a, as a problem and a challenge is you go to a lot of the events in, in automotive industry, the conferences and things that they go to, and I mean, not to like, I'm not, you know, pulling the curtain back or anything there, but it's a lot of the, the person that's speaking and delivering information, they own a company, they're a vendor, they're quote a vendor. unquote. And they probably, and I'd say, is paid for that opportunity to be there and do that. In some cases. And then they're presented as this expert here to these dealers yeah. out there. And then their message is always curved back to, of course, and you can't blame them. They're paying for that yeah. opportunity. Yeah. It's curved back to what it is they do. Mm -hmm. So, what's the? How does that that dealer that or salesperson anybody that's that's at these things looking for information, looking for the next you know partner? How do they, you know, weed out that, you know, if everything sounds fine and dandy, these people that I obviously trusted because I paid to come here, I left my store, I'm in the hotel, I'm in Vegas for a week, wherever, how do they root out like that, you know, what's what's a strategy to get through that? Well, I, uh, first of all, and I, I harped a little bit about it uh, today, but you know, a lot of people in the audience today were marketing managers or internet marketing managers for dealerships. So what... What, what happens is there's somebody here that becomes an expert or has, has had some experience or is a vendor that's um, you know, um, selfishly trying to sell their own yeah. product. And 
The digital marketing manager then goes back to the dealership and now has to try and resell it to the dealer principal. Well, the reality is the dealer principal should be here and the general manager should be here. And they should be asking a lot of great questions to any vendor. Um, I would consider our company to, to, to do well and interesting when I uh, spoke to today, most people still probably don't know what, what we do, which is great because that, that's not what I'm here for. Um, but it, the, the, the dealer principal needs to be able to go to that vendor and hold them accountable. And, and we don't have, if there's 3,500 new car dealerships in Canada and 17,000 in the U.S., I can tell you a lot of them that aren't good customers for us because their strategy isn't aligned to the services that we bring. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every vendor isn't right for every store. And, and, and I think it's, it's, it's ultimately the dealer principal or general manager's responsibility to be able to hold that vendor accountable and ask them the right questions and understand it well enough. And they just don't, they just, and, and to me, if you look at AutoNation or you look at all the big players out there trying to buy stores, what do they harp on? They harp on, I heard Mike Jackson say it last year, we spend $500 million a year on IT. You know what, dealerships don't need to spend that much money on IT, they just need yeah. to understand it. Yeah. And through the fear, right, a lot of dealers are saying, I'm out. Right, I can't. Uh, this I'm out, yeah. and and they're getting driven this fear from the big players that want to buy up the stores. You can be a great small. I don't want to use the word mom pop because some of them can be as advanced or, or businesses as you'll find. You could be a small niche player in a in a community and do a great job electronically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, These, the, there's tools out there that are available. And if you own it and you understand it and you hold your team accountable for it, it can be a great customer experience, a lot better than the big store that paid $10, $10 million to build it. Where can the, 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 those listening in, where can they find, so, um, connect with you, get You can more connect with me, um, the organization's called SCIMarketView.com, or SCIMarketView. Uh, we can be found at SCIMarketView.com. Um, I can be emailed at abird just as it sounds, at SCIMarketView.com, just how it sounds. Uh, I do have a Twitter handle, Alan H. Bird, um, that I can be found at also. I'm, I'm active, not as active. We have a business account. I love tweeting because um, I think it's really interesting, and, and I like to be involved in any of the technologies out there. That's just, right. And it's actually old technology, but I'm sure they can reach out to me at any time. Awesome. Appreciate Thanks it. so much. Take Thank you, time, guys. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Okay, so we're sitting down now with our new friend, Christy, from ISCM Consulting, the founder. Correct. Okay, and you're speaking here at Canadian Digital Dealer, which is uh, super exciting, great turnout. Um, this, the, you've done two sessions now. Um, first of all, what's, your, what's, your, what's the vibe you're picking up on? It's been great out yeah. there talking. The audience is very engaged. They're really learning quite a bit. And you can tell just how the questions people are asking and having people raise their hand to say, hey, give me more insight about this before you move on. It's right. been really great. And you have experience. You spoke at a digital dealer in Tampa at one point. Correct. correct. I yes. spoke in April this year. Yeah. Cool. And fellow West Coaster. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So check this out. I mean, a to your topic is something that really resonates with us. Um, strategy. You know, we always talk about how you shouldn't do anything until you understand what your objective is, what you hope to accomplish, and that you've taken enough time to plan. What's, what's your thoughts? 
I agree with that. But I also would say uh, is don't wait to have the perfect strategy because then you're never going to move forward. Um, start off by thinking about what you're going to do, what your goals and objectives are, and then start. So that way you can right. see what's working, what's not working. And it's a continual cycle for planning. So you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have every little detail written down before you get started. Start with some objectives, um, especially in the dealer space where right now they're starting with they know they want to be in the space, but they, they're still learning as they go. You don't have to have it perfect. Just just start don't by writing down. Dominate. Yeah. <laughs> don't wait, so, dominate. Don't wait, dominate. I might have read your title. No. So you have, I know you have a lot of experience with, what was it, you worked with Microsoft and a bunch of other Seattle uh, technology companies. Now, small companies like Microsoft and that. <laughs> but you, uh, so... Looking at the from the dealership, and you're speaking of you're engaging with a lot of dealers. Looking from like the dealership angle, then to like Microsoft and different businesses, we talk a lot about that. Everybody talks about automotive marketing, like it's its own sector, like it's like you should be. It's it's done differently than anything. Yeah, like car shoppers aren't real people they're yeah. just car shoppers <laughs> because the, they're robots yeah they're robots that yeah. Buy it's cars. the same people that any other business anything any other business that you're helping in, and putting a strategy in i mean it's the same market really i mean because those people that you're trying to uh you know engage with through microsoft or through any of the businesses that you work with i mean they buy cars i mean it's yeah. the same person in the end. Well, exactly the same so i worked at expedia as well and if you think traveling who like, who is a travel enthusiast? Everyone. Everybody would like to take vacation. Everybody would like to travel. It's the same thing in the automotive space. Uh, most people are going to buy a car at some point in time. And so I would consider the marketing, it's not automotive specific. Now, there's going to be tools and technology to help the automotive space that are going to be different right. and suited directly for dealerships. Uh, that will differ. But you're still thinking about building a persona of who the right consumer is, understanding your brand, understanding your OEM to say, oh, I'm Hyundai, I'm probably not targeting Beyonce to buy my Hyundai. She might be looking at something like yeah. a Tesla or yeah. a, and that know, changes. a Lamborghini, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. A, little, a little more expensive. Right. It, it changes. It changes but it's per make and model, too, make, within model. each, like, within the OEM, exactly. too, yeah. And it's like that with any line of business. You're, you have to figure out who is your target audience, who is your target market, and you develop your strategy, you develop your marketing around that individual, around okay, so that persona. To, to that, is that where you would say, uh, around this concept of don't wait, just like let's get doing something, mm -hmm. um, is that where you would suggest the starting point is? Like, hey, sit down and think about who you're trying to reach out to? Or That's a great question. So um, I, as I talked today, sort of had five steps you want to think about before you before you get started, one of them is identifying your goals and your key performance indicators, figuring out who you should target, understanding your brand, and following up with what Jim said about having a brand identity, a brand voice, sure. knowing what differentiates you from your competitors is especially important in the dealer space. Um, and persona goes back to the audience. Yeah. And then getting getting it on paper, where do you want to go? What channels make sense for what you're trying to accomplish? Then delve into your strategy. Um, also, do you have budget? <laughs> If you don't have money, most of the marketing channels that are out there probably aren't going to be the best fit because you have to spend some money in order to participate in the auction or to participate in the space. I love it. So, Start there and then dive into each of okay. those channels and figure out where you want to go. So um, as far as marketing goes, uh, digital, should dealers be focused more on a digital versus traditional marketing? Should there be a mix between the two? Here, here's an example. I was on a a flight recently and of course they have those magazines and they've got the car dealer ads in them with no other information other than what the vehicle is 
Um, what's your thought on that? Should we be trying harder to bridge the gap between that traditional medium to online? Or have you seen where just strictly offline has worked? And do you know where I'm going I, with I know it? exactly where you're going with it. And what I'd say is you need both. Um, if you think of your, in marketing, or if you, if you went to school and studied marketing, they have the line. Yeah. You have the line in marketing. You have above the line, you have below sure. the line. Above the line, mass media, awareness. It's really hard to measure. Those are your things like radio, television, newspapers, billboards, yeah. newspapers. Yeah. You can get some high-level metrics, but it's hard to say, oh, when we put that one ad in Air Canada's uh, magazine, that that ad drove X number of sales or leads. It's really hard to measure it. You want that from an awareness perspective. Um, and if you get rid of all of the awareness pieces of your marketing campaign and only stick to really specific direct intent-based marketing, which is typically yeah. digital, it's below the line, sure. it's like going to be squeezing blood from a turnip because people won't know who you are. Uh, you, you aren't going to get much out of it yeah. if you kill your upper funnel. Yeah. So you still have that awareness piece, which is top of your marketing funnel. And then you want to use the digital as that sort of below the line, easier to measure. You can get a lot more metrics. You have a lot more analytics and tracking of what people are doing. You want to tie them together. You want to use either point to the website, point to a hashtag, something yeah. that you can get the person from the above the line media yeah. to then go digital or direct them directly into the store, yeah. a call, something that is trackable. Okay, so last question is, how, how do the listeners get in touch with you if they want to learn more information? Perfect. Well, um, as I mentioned, I'm founder of ISCM Consulting. I just started off on my own. I've been in an agency the last year and a half and um, got a website, iscmconsulting.com, and you can also reach out to me at um, Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-I, at iscmconsulting.com. All right, there you have it. That was Alan Bird, the chief executive leader at SCI Market View, as well as Christy Olson, the founder of ISEM Consulting. Two phenomenal speakers with exceptional content from the Canadian Digital Dealer Conference put on by the TADA. Big shout out to our new friends, Todd and Liz, who put on just a, a really extremely um, awesome, uh, awesome show, jam-packed with with content. Now, that's exactly why you want to stay tuned for part two of this, you know, TADA conference edition, um, you know, of DPB, because in the next episode, um, in part two, we're going to give you access to sit downs that we had with a couple more of the guest speakers. You definitely want to stay tuned for that. And then, of course, like I said, pre-show, you know, we are putting together the video content, which is going to give you access to the full extended version of the interviews that we've just let you in on in this episode of DPB. So check out the website regularly for updates on those www.thedealerplaybook.com. And of course, we'd love to get you access to the show notes where you can reach out to Alan and Christy through the comments at www.thedealerplaybook.com forward slash 68. Until next time, guys, thanks so much for listening in. It means so much to us. We'd love a review from you on iTunes. Reach out to us on Twitter at the dealer playbook or at dealer playbook sorry and then of course on facebook by searching for the dealer playbook until next time we'll catch you later